Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about? Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. Well, since there's nothing to say, this episode, episode 149, has no title, no name. Uh, so this episode is Nameless, which is a name. Well, and that just goes to show that that which we tried to push away comes closer. That's just the nature of things. If you believe, if you believe infinite intelligence. Uh, not naming reminds us of all names, none and all, some and many. So, uh, I can't really not name this episode. I'm going to call it nameless, but that's a name. Nameless is a name. A steady flow of friends and family are coming through. You break an arm and six, six other arms, eight other arms sprout forth. And suddenly there's a lot happening, though there's nothing much to tell. I could describe recent actions and events, but that wouldn't be, uh, that wouldn't even touch, couldn't begin to convey the water mountains that were sailing up and over one after another big water slides under our bows and falls back from our sterns each upward surge makes us heavy with the rapid charge of potential energy each slipping down a giddy loss of altitude and weight from kinetic discharge poetic metaphors like surfing the mystery or embarking on an emotional expedition imply action that isn't, that hasn't been taken. I can feel energy cycling in and out, even if circumstances appear unchanged. Hmm. Imagination is a future sense. We have these five senses, supposedly. Imagination is, is sensing the future. How does the future feel? We touch and taste alternate realities, ideally, ideally choosing what feels most enlivening, delicious, exciting, then tune towards the radiant signal of joy 
our new future pulses out. It's not that we're using imagination to see the future. We use imagination to construct the future. It's, I guess it's more than a sense because your hearing doesn't necessarily make sound. Your seeing doesn't necessarily make sight or does it? Actually, there's some perspectives that that uh, whatever include ears in the construction of the experience of sound, include eyes in the construction of the experience of sight. So we don't typically think that our eyes and ears make our experience of sight and sound, but perhaps in some sense they do, because there are interpretive mechanisms, they're participating in the vibrations of air and light that we receive and turn into experience. Mm. A little off the topic there. Mm. But this is how fresh realities show up, touchable, tasteable. The showing up may not look anything like action, like work or effort. Circumstances might even appear to have a retrograde quality, like breaking collarbones. This collarbone right here, this one I'm pointing this ice cream at. Like breaking collarbones or losing a lover. Back in episode, what was it, 140-something or other, Caravan, we proposed a string of torches or headlights inevitably heading towards us over a dark and craggy terrain. So through the swerving paths of our, of our interpretations and stories, the lights might swing away or, or even disappear um, while... Our CB radios uh, burble with the happy banter of truckers who keep on coming to us. They keep on trucking at us, inevitably arriving, regardless of whether we can see their lights or not, or not. Whether we can perceive their lights mm, as approaching or going away, they are inevitably coming towards us. And all this is to say that there's not much to say unless I try and describe how water mountains lift and drop or the wind in our hair, how that feels as pavement spools by. This is an episode about nothing. And what to say when, when what's more interesting is invisible. When what, excuse me. This is an episode about nothing and what to say when what's most interesting is invisible. There we go. Let's embrace sloppy overlap. Is there such a thing as sloppy overlap? Too many things all happening at once? Overwhelm? Feeling overwhelmed? Only if that's the story. I choose to tell. There was a plan, a projected sequence of events, 
wrapping up financials, iterations of the screener, sorting out family assets, arrival of reinforcements, a brief vacation, festivals, and then getting started on a movie studio design and logistics for the next feature. Mm. Cut to slow motion, bouncing off pavement. You know, my arm is healing. Today I went for follow-up x-rays with a new doctor. Mm. Mm. Um, he was definitely thinking I should get some surgery. Mm. And I agree, I don't really want to let my arm continue to heal and and in its current situation the collarbones uh, the collarbone chunks are quite a bit separated even after three plus weeks uh, so I either I have to get some a plate in there or some other intervention hmm. I may have to go see a Chinese bone setter that's my other option if I act Immediately, I could see a Chinese bone setter on Sunday. Alternately, I could get my arm plated, my, my collarbone, my clavicle plated on Monday. And so I'm kind of choosing between Western and Eastern, which I am often going on and on about. Not necessarily Eastern uh, medicine, but just... Uh, trust and and uplift and and mystery and it's not like I don't know the efficaciousness of this Chinese bone setter I'm pretty convinced that he could take care of me but I really have it's really now down to this incredible clear choice this yin-yang Western or Eastern and as Milagros pointed out I could do the Eastern and then if that didn't work I could do the Western um, yeah, so got to think about this a little bit longer, maybe a, another day tonight, got to think about it. Um, but anyway, it's, I feel like I'm sniffing into the sweet smell of fresh, fresh baked bread. That's the metaphor du jour for this day. Two podcast episodes today to catch us up. Episode 149 has been pushed into week 150 because there's no point pulling the loaf out of the oven uh, until until the loaf, until the oven, no, let's try that again. There's no point pulling the loaf out until the oven has finished having fun, doing what ovens love to do. I wasn't feeling fully baked last week nothing to say and all there's still nothing to say there's never anything really to say there really is no reason to ever speak at all there's there's no point in talking ever yet um today i want to flow the writing feels ready and so talking can too and it does that feels pretty good to be talking to you right now um the transition from action to dreaming, from reportage to magical musings, uh, 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 from progress to door opening randomly. Hey, let's close that again. Hang on. 
There we go, a little sound effect for you there. Uh, where was I? Let's start that little sentence again. The transition from action to dreaming, from reportage to magical musings, from progress to presence. We are all already aware of what works best. Um, my choices are not brand new. I suppose wanting to belong is a, wanting to belong and fit in, whatever, be part of the tribe, be accepted. I suppose that wanting to belong is a story about how I misplaced my owner's manual. Fitting in seems like a big deal. How we get kissed and snuggled by, by others. Um, and now picture me, picture me now with this beard. See, they've still got this beard here. Um, and, uh, you know, I grew this, I grew this beard for the movie. I'm growing this beard for the movie. I was planning to shoot a, another scene or two real, real quick, uh, in this character. And so, uh, that was the, that was the reason why I have this beard. Okay. That's, that's fine. Um, uh, 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 it's getting, it's getting ever longer and scraggly. Um, and I, I already have this long hair that, that needs a trim. And, you know, along with my tendency to wear fuzzy house slippers in public and colorful cotton sarongs around my waist. <clears throat> and then, and then add to this image, my sling this arm sling and I look like some kind of crazy old homeless hippie who like fell down the stairs while he was drunk. And, um, you know, I just, at this point, I've just got to abandon any vestigial desire I have of, of fitting in. I don't fit in, fit in at all now, even, you know, in the very, uh, slight way I was fitting in before I don't fit in at all now. And I'm definitely making, I can tell, that I'm definitely, definitely making the tourists and young women a little nervous. Dan Kelly, Sri Fuji Split, one-handed typist, fictional character incarnate, a scary version of myself set loose upon the world. A meal I should have finished a couple weeks ago and one that I'm starting now and the leftovers from last night. All these different meals kind of swirl together into this rich soup, soup stew. There's more going on than any plan of man, any plan of man can contain. So I just got to roll and flow and glide and slip and groove and abide and bloom and delight. I only want to fit in to the flow of cosmic yumminess. No story can hold me. No words describe this life. No titles, no names. I am nameless and my echo is everywhere. <laughs>